are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Miami Dolphins fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today on the show, going to get a chance to dive into a little bit of an off-the-radar draft slant. Of course, I, Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked On Dolphins, am not only a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan and the managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, I'm the director of scouting over at thedraftnetwork.com. And what I want to do on today's show is I want to work through some of my favorite day three fits for the Miami Dolphins in this year's NFL draft. Of course, the Dolphins draft capital on day three this year is not robust. There are some gaps between picks, uh, but the good news is you can snap your fingers together at any given point and you can manufacture a day three draft pick. The Dolphins, as things currently stand, of course, have 6, 18, 36, 50, and 81 in the top 100, 4 in the top 50, 5 in the top 100. Their next pick comes at 156, 231, and 258. So the day three opportunities are few and far between. And we, at anybody who works in the draft industry, you're hoping to get guys in the right tiers and ranges, but you'll never know the specificity, especially once you get into the draft's third day. But what I want to do is I want to kind of course through players that are outside the Draft Network's top 100 players. And, of course, being the director of scouting at TDN, uh, I have a large part in what those rankings look like. So I, I know this class and the the players that would make sense potentially for the Dolphins who are maybe more scheme specific or have some more questions or more raw and less experienced or have injury cons like all of those things could contribute to these players being ranked where they're ranked. So today's exercise is merely meant to look at everybody knows the players in consideration for the top 20, right? The top 20, top 25, top 32, All those guys are household names at this point in the process. We're just a couple weeks away from the draft. But who are the deep dive guys? Who are the guys that if the Dolphins do manage to, say, trade back from 18 and then parlay and and trade back from 50 if they don't like the board and pick up a couple of day three picks and all of a sudden you've got some flexibility in a couple picks in each round, who are some names we should know? It's an important conversation for us to have. So I'm going to start at 101 on the TDN draft board. And we're looking at players that I think make sense for the Dolphins. Whether or not these players actually end up going earlier than anticipated, that's a different story. But at the very least, we can introduce some names who are expected to be fringe day three type players. And I'm just going to start at 101 and start working my way down. Running back Trey Sermon from Ohio State. I do think predictively he will be gone on the second day of the draft, uh, but I really like his fit. He's listed at six foot, 213 pounds. 
He had a good showing at the Ohio State Pro Day. You watch him against Northwestern. You watch him against Michigan State. You watch him against Clemson. Those three games combined, I think he had like 650 yards rushing or something like that against quality competition, uh, running a lot of the same style of runs inside zone that the Dolphins are going to continue to try to implement in their running game. And he doing it at 215 versus Miles Gaskin trying to do the same thing at a significantly lighter weight uh, gives you a little bit more pop and power between the tackles. And I think as the Dolphins look to continue to elevate their third down and short yardage running situations, continuing to have bigger backs who have burst are important. Obviously, the missing link with the Jordan Howard acquisition, which we found out the hard way, was the lack of burst. Trey Sermon has that short area twitch and explosiveness. He is, to me, the perfect backup plan if you strike out on a lot of the other names in the first two days between Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Javante Williams. The next name that I like quite a bit uh, for Miami based on their trends, if they're looking to continue to push Eric Flowers, Ben Cleveland, interior offensive lineman, University of Georgia. If you're uninitiated with Ben Cleveland, he's six foot six, 350-something pounds, and built like the mountain from Game of Thrones. I wish I was kidding. Look up his picture. <laughs> Plays at the University of Georgia. So you know, based on the Dolphins' interest in Solomon Kinley, there's a little bit of a pipeline there that you can work with. Uh, he played right guard this past season for the Georgia Bulldogs. Adequate athlete. Uh, I think he has fair balance for his size and stature and fair range for his size and stature. Not too dissimilar to what the Dolphins saw from Solomon Kinley this past year. Uh, I guess the big challenge is, is you as a team... Are you comfortable with the range and blocking uh, gravitational pull that Solomon Kinley illustrated? If you are, then Ben Cleveland and, you know, if you end up securing a fourth-round pick, could be a really interesting player for the Dolphins to peg as somebody who could potentially push Eric Flowers out of the lineup and continue this extension, this long-running extension for the Dolphins of big, thick, 320-plus offensive linemen to play on the offensive line. If you're trying to build a wall of offensive linemen and just bring a tidal wave of mass at the opposing team, players like Ben Cleveland are going to make a lot of sense. Next name I like quite a bit. I'm fairly confident this will be a day three player, but will definitely move the needle for the Dolphins, I think. Cameron Sample from Tulane. He's six foot three, is a defensive end, 274 pounds. So he has that kind of same size that a lot of the New England type ends and, and Dolphins ends that we saw this past year at Manuel Agba, Shaq Lawson. Uh, you could play with his hand in the dirt. Uh, fairly versatile as a player, powers the name of the game. The challenge for Miami, of course, is, is adding more juice to your pass rush. And this is not that, but this is a player who could potentially take on some of the Shaq Lawson reps rotationally and help you in stride. He's played at Tulane on the inside as a defensive tackle, defensive end, and as a stand-up rush linebacker. 
So fair amount of versatility for playing in the AAC for the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, he is all about the hand power. Even as a pass rusher, he'll look to convert speed to power and try and collapse you and run through you. That's the kind of type that the Dolphins gravitate towards quite often. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. So whether you're searching for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, RockAuto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, prices are the same at RockAuto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Got a day three wide receiver for you guys. Stanford wide receiver, Simi Fehoko. Fehoko, um... would appeal to the Dolphins based on their affinity for size on the outside, or at least how they have attacked that in the past. And he, Fehoko, uh, is six foot four, 222 pounds, ran a 442 in the 40 yard dash, and ran a 686 in the three cone drill, which is excellent agilities. Why do I like this player for the Dolphins? Because the tools here give you more of the dynamic depth that the Dolphins wide receivers to this point outside of obviously the addition of Will Fuller have been lacking. It gives you simultaneously a big bodied presence And it gives you somebody that you can get later in the draft that you can look to kind of mold and develop. And that plays along the lines of like uh, Kirk Merritt, right? Like Kirk Merritt came to the Dolphins. He's on the practice squad. Everybody got excited because he's like an all-world athlete just from an athletic testing perspective. Fehoko has some accomplished receiving chops at Stanford uh, that you can tap into that same mentality and potentially get a better player. Whether or not the Dolphins actually double dip and get wide receiver on day three, I think is a different story. I don't have a good answer there. But if they did, this is the kind of guy that would make a lot of sense. Moving to nickel corner, Ambry Thomas from the University of Michigan, six feet tall, 190 pounds, good amount of scrap to this guy's game. And he comes from the Michigan Wolverines program, Played for Dom Brown, so you know he's going to have the smarts to to pick up the NFL game fairly quickly. He didn't play in 2020. Not that Michigan played a ton of games anyway, but he opted out, had a chance to come down to the Senior Bowl, played on the Dolphins roster for that week, and I thought he showcased himself pretty well. He's more physical than what you would expect based on his stature. And I really appreciate that scrappiness to his play. Uh, He plays some press man. He's played it on the outside. I think at the NFL, he's going to be best suited playing it on the inside as a nickel. But he's not afraid of pressing at the line of scrimmage. He has fair athleticism when you ask him to turn and run and and mirror guys and stay in the hip pocket. 
Ambry Thomas from Michigan for sure is a defensive back that I, I think the Dolphins would find great use in thanks to his positional versatility to play inside and outside. The next guy I just finished watching yesterday, and I like this dude a lot, like a lot, a lot. David Moore, interior offensive lineman from Grambling State. Uh, David Moore is another Senior Bowl participant, and he is going to check the boxes for Miami for his size. He's six foot two, 350 pounds, and he played left guard. Now, he snapped a little bit at the Senior Bowl, showed he was competent in doing so, but he played left guard at 350 pounds. And you ever, I don't know how much you guys, like, quote-unquote, watch tape, right, or, or watch prospects, but if you take the time and you watch prospects and you get to these small school guys that literally are just a grown adult amongst small children, and just throwing the opposing team around. That is what David Moore looked like for Grambling State, just absolutely mauling people. Whether he's looking for help in pass protection and stepping out late to help his tackle and earholing somebody, or he's getting out onto the perimeter and blocking in the screen game and picking up linebackers flowing on the second level, or double teaming and climbing to linebackers and spilling into their laps, And he plays with that chippiness about him, too. This is exactly the kind of player that if he's... Wherever Miami ends up picking with their first pick, you're getting a more condensed version of Solomon Kinley. But I think David Moore is maybe a little bit of a better athlete. Now, he's more raw. He played at Grambling State versus Solomon playing at the University of Georgia. But this is a guy I would be thrilled for the Dolphins to secure on day three. And the good news is they had a chance to look at him. He was at the Senior Bowl this year. And Miami was there in full force. I have another running back name I'd like to introduce to the mix. His name is Chris Evans. No, not that Chris Evans. I'm not talking about Captain America. I'm talking about Another Michigan Wolverine, five foot eleven, two hundred sixteen pounds. Uh, he was unproductive down the stretch for his the end of his Michigan career. Uh, he missed all of 2019 with an academic suspension, and he returned in 2020 and was only used sparingly. So you have to go back to 2018 for the last time he took prominent snaps. But physically speaking, just like physical tools and physical ability. He is right up there with these Tier 2 backs as a 216-pound runner. Well, Kyle, how physically gifted is he? I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to tell you here in just a second. I have the numbers from the Michigan Pro Day. He ran a 4.44 in the 40-yard dash. That might be the least impressive number I'm going to tell you. 20 on the bench, 40.5 in the vert, 10 feet, 7 inches in the broad, 6.56 in the three-cone drill, and a 4.14 in the short shuttle. Just across the board, and I understand these are pro day numbers. I get it. But you can't fake or juice jumps and 40.5 and 10.7. Okay, he's explosive. You can't 
fake how many reps on the bench press, 20. The times, even if you add significant time, these are all phenomenal numbers for a running back. The 444, and technically he weighed in at the at the pro day at 211 pounds, so a little bit lighter, but nonetheless. The 444 in the 40-yard dash for running backs since 1999 would be in the 88th percentile amongst running backs. The 656 three-cone time would have been, according to mockdraftable.com, the third fastest three-cone drill at the NFL Combine by a running back since 1999. Chris Rainey from Florida, Jordan Lynch, the two better names, one-hundredth of a second faster than Christian McCaffrey. Okay, like that, I mean, and even if you juice these numbers a little bit, even if you inflate the numbers to compensate for the fact that these are maybe not the most realistic pro day numbers, it's still a phenomenal time. The 414 that he ran in the short shuttle is equal to the 80th percentile amongst running backs. So you can imagine, you, you start extrapolating all these, and I'm here to tell you his tape's pretty good too. Chris Evans, the running back from the University of Michigan. He has the physical skills to be a high-impact ball carrier. This is a dark horse player. Did not participate or did not produce anything of substance for the last two years. Alternatively, you can make the argument that that's good for low tread on the tires coming into the league. This is one that I would put a circle around. Not advocating for the Dolphins to pass on Najee Harris or Travis Etienne or Javante Williams or even Trey Sermon like at 81 or something like that in favor of Chris Evans. But if you want to make sure you get this position right, this is the kind of player that you take a little bit of a shot on the dark on and you bet on. Speaking of bets, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. The football season may be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real-time updated odds and props on just about anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news scores and odds and is the best way to place your bets. Plus, it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on. You know what's fun about day three of the draft? I'm only through the players on the draft network rankings that are 100 through 150. There's more. But wait, there's more. Like good old Flex Seal Fire Sale. I got a tight end for you. Now, the bad news is you're going to have to beat out Matt Rule because this is a former Temple Owl. Uh, so Carolina will probably overdraft him by three rounds, but we can at least acknowledge him here. That's okay. Uh, tight end Kenny Yeboah from Ole Miss. If the Dolphins want to bring another receiving, prominent receiving mismatch type, Kenny Yaboa transferred to Ole Miss from Temple, six foot four, two hundred and forty-seven pounds. He's a developmental backup to Mike Isecki because he plays effectively the same role. He plays the same responsibility. He takes the same kind of reps. He's not somebody who you're going to put their hand in the dirt a ton and make plays. But if you're talking like fifth, sixth, seventh round, 
He was productive in Lane Kiffin's offense. He caught the ball well. He generated some yards after catch. He's not as explosive as Mike Kosecki. But he's got an admirable catch radius to work with. Robert Rochelle, corner, Central Arkansas. This is a name to know. Uh, He's over 32 inches in in length as far as his arm length. Robert Rochelle from Central Arkansas, redshirt senior, 6 feet tall, 195 pounds. For this one, what I want to do is I want to give a little bit of recognition to Jordan Reed, one of the scouts over at the Draft Network, and just read his player synopsis. I think it paints a really good picture. Robert Rochelle is a long press man corner who has been one of the most productive players to come out of the program in recent memory. Tearing his ACL during his senior year of high school, he fell into the lap of the Central Arkansas program after heading toward being one of the top-ranked prospects in Louisiana. With 38 career pass breakups and 10 career interceptions, he has high-level ball production. Originally starting out his career as a wide receiver, he quickly transitioned to the other side of the ball after his redshirt freshman season. Rochelle is a well-developed frame and one that's been an asset on the perimeter of his team's defense. He's handsy, the ultimate competitor. He will need to clean up his willingness to grab on route stems, but he is forceful with his initial jam, is extremely physical, and if he ties his loose ends together and sustains the consistency of his his plus traits over an extended period of time, he has the potential to develop into a number two corner for a team who runs cover one, press man. A lot of those things check boxes for the Dolphins. And here's the good news about Robert Rochelle. We know, based on the recent, I don't say recent, uh, the the look that I took at the Dolphins' secondary uh, after free agency in the draft last year, when I looked at Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, and Noeg Benogany, I looked at those five players and I looked at what are the common themes amongst these players. The athletic profiles of all of those players are extremely high. If you want to play in this Dolphins defense, you need to be a plus athlete in the secondary. Robert Rochelle ran a 4.39 in the 40. A 43-inch vertical jump. An 11 feet 1 inch standing broad jump and a 6.83 three-cone drill. Those are all phenomenal numbers. This is a guy who did not play the cornerback position until after his redshirt freshman season at Central Arkansas. An injury caused him to go from being a top recruit to nearly slipping completely through the cracks. He has this level of production. He's new to the defensive side of the ball. Now, you going to draft him on day one? No. You going to draft him on day two? No. But if he's there, and this is another candidate for like that, if he's there with your first pick in day three, I don't care what your needs are defensively. I don't care if you have Noah Igbenogany, Byron Jones, and Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard's long-term contract status is still not clear. Noah Igbenogany has not stepped into the lineup. If he does, it'll probably be at nickel. You'll need a new backup on the outside anyway. And there's no such thing as having too many good corners. So having him come in and develop under this coaching staff would be a phenomenal idea as this team long-term 
looks to find more economic ways to build out the roster. I'm going to leave you guys there because I want to make sure I come back to uh, day three gems or, or UDFA gems uh, and have another conversation about some guys who maybe don't get drafted who the Dolphins should be really aggressive being dialed into at the end of the month. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed these day three favorite fits for your Miami Dolphins. I'm Kyle Krabs. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. I look forward to catching up with you all again. We got one more show this week, so hit subscribe and keep it locked in right here. All off season long, all summer long, all season long, your team every day.